Hey everyone, and welcome to the Living with Power Hope podcast. My name is Lena Abuchamra, and I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in. If you're looking for hope in a world that feels hopeless, you've come to the right place. If you're ready for good news and uplifting stories and some help in navigating your life challenges, you're going to find it here. Because this is the first episode of the brand new Hope Podcast, I think it's logical to start by telling you a little bit more about myself. I'm a single Christian Lebanese-American doctor and I live in Chicago. I run a nonprofit organization called Living with Power Ministries. For the last 20 years, I've been practicing pediatric emergency medicine, which I'm sure makes you wonder, why in the world is she here talking about hope? Well, I'm going to tell you. See, I ran some numbers. And when I count all of the patients that I've ever seen, including my medical practice in the ER and my current telemedicine practice and all the work I do overseas in missions, I have seen more than 125,000 patients conservatively in the last two decades, maybe more. And if there's one common theme that has emerged, it's this. Every person I've ever met has one thing in common. We all need hope. We need hope to breathe. We need it to keep on going. We need it to survive. Without hope, we're lost. We're dead. We flatline. That means that if you're listening right now, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, rich or poor, American or not, black or white, healthy or sick, male or female, the one thing I can guarantee you, and it's that without hope, some days it's hard to even take another breath. And so here, every couple of weeks, we're going to focus on hope. Every two weeks, I'll be inviting a friend to join me, and we're going to talk about hope. We're going to talk about how we lose it and how we get it back and how to keep it for good. We're going to talk about hope in every dimension you've ever imagined. Hope when we're lonely. Hope when life is not fair. Hope when we're unjustly treated or when we've lost a loved one. We're going to talk about hope in politics and hope in the church and hope in a world that feels lost and confused. At the end of the day, you need to know this about me. I believe in hope. I believe that change is possible. And I believe that the best is yet to come. Now, since this is our first episode... I thought I would sort of interview myself today. So I put together six questions or so that you might still have about the Hope Podcast. Uh, So are you ready for this? Uh, I hope you are, because I am. Here's question number one. Hey, Lena, does the world need another podcast? (laughs) The answer is no, no one needs another podcast. We're inundated with noise in our world. But what we all need without a question is hope. We need hope. And the podcast is simply the vehicle that I'm using in order to help us to focus on hope, in order to help us see how change is possible and how God wants to use stories of other people who've walked the paths that we might be walking right now to help encourage us, to strengthen us, and make us able to get through the things that we're going through right now. Question number two. So, Lena, how did you come to the every two-week schedule? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. To be honest with you, it's because it's all I can handle schedule-wise. But but not only all I can handle, but frankly, it's what most people can handle. See, we're just so busy in in 2018, which is when this is launching. We're busy with our families. We're busy with our churches. We're busy with our works schedules. We're busy with our social media and our vacations and all the things that we want to do and our priorities and and our lists are long. And so while we want you to be encouraged, we don't want to exhaust you. We want to make it doable so that you can listen to an episode and really chew on it and then be ready for the next one two weeks later. I hope the schedule works. And if it doesn't, we'll modify it down the road. 
All right. All right. That's great. What about question number three? All right. I'm ready for it. Hit me. Well, are you going to be interviewing famous people on this podcast? <laughs> I guess it depends on who you ask. If you ask their moms, I'm sure she'll say they're famous. But honestly, it'll have to do with your tribe, probably. If you're part of that person's tribe, you'll know them. You'll know their stories. Everyone has now a social media story, so you can find out a lot about everyone always. But um, in some situations, there are going to be people that we're going to talk with who you have no idea who they are. And this will be the first introduction that you'll have to them. In fact, some might be very unknown. Uh, so I've really... Uh, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that we'll have a spectrum of stories, some very well known and some not well known at all. Again, an example of what our lives are like and the challenges that we face. Uh, most of the people in the world are not famous, and yet we all uh, share common experiences. And our goal is to bring people who have walked and found victories in areas in their life that are very similar and and very common to what we might be going through right now. And so I hope that you'll be blessed, whether you know the people that we're interviewing or not. All right. How about question number four? Uh, you've hit up on this a bit earlier, Lena, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Who are you and why should we care? Ah, so you're going to go there. All right, well, I'll, I'll take that question. I can handle it. Um, let me uh, kind of rewind a little bit. told you earlier my stats, but why don't I tell you a little bit more about my story and how it pertains to hope? You know, it's funny. I think that people can sometimes hear a person's statistics and lose sight of who they are. And so one of the common things that happens in my life is people hear I'm a doctor and I live in a big city and I, I you know, sort of talk with confidence and I move fast. And so people just assume that I have it together. Well, if you've read anything that I've written, then you know that in my life, the struggle for hope is real. I uh, mentioned earlier that I'm single and the truth is that today I don't struggle with my singleness, but my story in singleness was not an easy story. I've been engaged twice. The first time I got engaged, I broke off, uh, well, we had a mutual breakup two weeks before the wedding. And, and let me tell you, uh, that's a lot. And I was, it was my first serious relationship and, and we found ourselves in that place. And so when that relationship ended, I had to navigate through a lot of questions that I had about what God wanted for my life. I, I was a Christian at the time and I thought God had promised me certain things and none of them seemed to be coming together in a way that coincided with, I, with what I believed was God's best for me. And, and as life has unfolded, this was 20 years ago, and, and now I'm in my mid-40s, and I look back and I think, now I look back and think, I see it now. But at the time, I did not see it. I thought it was a devastating time uh, for a number of reasons. You can buy my book, Thrive, and find out about my story there. But you know, out of that brokenness is how uh, I started um, teaching the Bible. And that eventually led to uh, the ministry that now is my nonprofit, Living with Power Ministries. But I never could have predicted that it would be out of brokenness that God would birth uh, the things that I'm doing today. I got engaged later on, about 10 years later, and that too ended in a uh, breakup. And uh, I have not really had a serious relationship since then. And so God has chosen so far, and I don't want to blame God for my singleness. On the other hand, it really has worked out so that I can do the things that I'm doing uh, schedule-wise and priority-wise because I don't have a family that eats up a lot of my time. I have a, my brothers and my, sis, my sister and all of the relationships that take place there, but, but that's a different dynamic than having your own husband and children and whatnot. So I know if you're listening, you understand that there's a lot here to unpack that I probably won't get into now, especially with a fake Lena to Lena interview. Um, not really a fake interview, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, so anyway, singleness is part of my story. I grew up in Lebanon. I'm Lebanese. I speak Arabic and English, and we actually grew up in a French school. Probably why I talk so fast. I just have learned to think fast uh, 
with uh, my background. And so I apologize if you're a slow speaker and a slow listener. Uh, you can just put this on half the speed and, and that might coincide with your desired <laughs> listening speed. But uh, you do get used to me after a while. And um, But we grew up in Lebanon, moved when I was 15 because of the war and uh, never in my life thought that I'd go back to my home country and do work there. I really didn't. I just thought we had moved and all was well. And then three, um, actually four years ago now, uh, God saw fit to, out of a season of transition, to open a door for me to go back to Lebanon. And uh, now we have a very thriving work with Syrian refugees. We do medical mission trips. Uh, every three months, I take a dentist and myself, we take a team with us and we go every three months. Uh, we've created a program called Adopt a Family, where we help uh, subsidized housing for 20 Syrian refugee families now. And then we also have a, f- a feeding program. We feed Syrian refugees. And uh, we have currently 60 families that we feed every month, not every day, but in, in the course of the month, they get a catered home-cooked meal. And uh, the 60 families uh, we've approximated to be about 500 people a month that we feed. So the work has grown. You can find out about it at livingwithpower.org slash uh, global, and I'll give you a little teaser. We're creating a, a sort of sub brand of Living with Power called She Gives Hope that we'll be launching here soon. That really is going to be a very clear uh, explanation and focus, and really a way for you to understand the work that we're doing there. Because uh, right now I've got a lot of balls that I'm juggling. I still practice medicine. Uh, in the last year, I've transitioned out of the ER into telemedicine. So I see patients by phone and on the computer. Maybe I've had a chance to talk to you before. If so, I I hope we had a great relationship and I hope you um, were pleased with the service. Uh, But yeah, no, I love taking care of patients. I love uh, the way that my life has, uh, you know, the work that I'm doing now. And then I also do work with singles. Uh, I'm on the radio. I'm a moody radio. I have a one minute segment that runs uh, multiple times in the day. So there's a chance that my voice might be familiar with you if you listen to Christian radio. This spot is called Today's Single Christian. Um, so yeah, so it's been a sort of an interesting way to land in ministry. Um, my dreams for God and the things that I've wanted to do for him, honestly, have faced a lot of opposition and closed doors and rejection over the course of the last 10, 15 years in ways that I don't think I expected. And and what's ironic about the ministry that I have, Living With Power, is that our vision is summarized as this, bringing hope to the world. I myself have done uh, work with my friend Sarah Sumner on my mission statement for my own life. And we came up with this mission statement, uh, which is urging people to put their hope in God. So here's my ministry statement, you know, bringing hope to the world. And my own personal mission statement, which is urging people to hope to put their hope in God, all focused on hope. And yet, what do you know? One of the greatest struggles in my life has been to hang on to hope when life doesn't look like what you expected it to be. If you've ever had those seasons in your life where you go, man, this isn't how it's supposed to be. I know what that looks like. I've lived there. And um, and yet God is still faithful and the best is yet to come. And, and I believe that change is possible. In fact, I define hope as the belief that change is possible. And so I always joke that I'm the doctor of hope. And you'll hear me refer to myself as that sometimes in the introduction to the podcast. And it's because I really believe that sometimes the areas where we struggle the most are the areas that God wants to use us the most in. Uh, and, and I think that's eventually seemed to be a good thing. When, when you're in it, it's hard. But when you come out on the other side of it, it's a good thing. And so if you're in it right now, maybe even in this podcast, I can encourage you to hang on to hope and, and to remember this even more importantly, that it's not about how strongly we hang on to God in the middle of our difficulties, but the, the reminder that God is hanging on to us. It's not our faith in him that keeps us, but his 
hold on us that keeps us going. So I hope this encourages you and I hope it makes you want to come back for more. A couple more questions and we'll be kind of coming to an end here. This will be a little bit shorter than the remaining podcasts. We'll be running about 30 to 40 minute podcasts moving forward. I think, um, you know, my goal is to keep them under an hour. And so question number five, yeah, I need to stop being the interviewer since we're doing this fake interviewing. Uh, So Lena, what's the ultimate goal for the listener? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, Well, we really long to be a place that will help you stand strong in a shifting culture, strong in faith, strong in your resolve to be all that God has you to be. We want to build your faith up. We want to help you to endure, to persevere, to make it to the end. And we long, I tell you my prayer, I long to see your hope in Jesus reignited, just put on fire, just lighten up and on fire for Jesus. Uh, so I hope that this place will do that for you. Uh, lastly, uh, what can you do to help? What can the listeners do to help? Um, we need the listeners help. We need your help. So if you're listening right now, uh, number one, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Just go on the iTunes thing and subscribe. Number two, go crazy and leave a review. It doesn't have to be long, but listen, the more reviews you leave, the more people will notice the podcast. And I believe that like never before, we in our country, we in our world need hope. And so let's bring this up to the surface. Let's let people see these stories that we're going to share. And number three, you know, first, you know, subscribe to it, leave a review. Number three, share the hope. So tell your friends about this podcast. If you see an ad on Facebook, share it. Um, You're not annoying people. You're really just pointing them to a place where they might find hope. So that is all we really ask of you. I guess that and learn from it. You know, we hope that you be growing. So there you have it. Uh, The interview is done. My interview with myself. I know this was, uh, you know, sort of a, weird way to do this but um moving forward uh, you know what to expect i think we've covered the basics if you want to leave a comment you know how to reach me uh, you can leave it at the bottom of wherever you listen to this or use lena at livingwithpower.org lena at livingwithpower.org this has been the hope podcast launch episode it's been awesome being with you we will connect again in two weeks in the meantime hold on to hope be strong and don't give up i'll see you next time